Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sarah and Adam show. We have shade. We have shade? <laughs> well, you do. You're always throwing it, so. <laughs> we're still we're trying to figure out our sign-ons and sign-offs, guys. And Sarah, do, do we have a sign-on? I feel like you think we do, and I, don't, I feel like we don't. Oh, I, I just assumed you had one in mind already. I probably shouldn't have done that. I just like the idea of drawing attention to how much shade you throw. Somebody has to be consistent around here. <laughs> I'm consistently sick of your shade. <laughs> ah, that's fair. That is fair. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is our second episode, and we have we have a great slate of things that we're going to discuss uh, a little bit. Like we've got we've got the She-Hulk show, the first episode of She-Hulk. We have. Uh, some more discussion on the the rings show, the things about rings. Is that what they're called? That's what it's called. That's what I'm gonna call it from now on. Things about rings. Things about rings. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> something you would call it. Um, but Lord of the Rings. Uh, so yeah, some news news on that. Maybe some discussion on the rings of power. Um, and yeah, what what else are we talking about, Sarah? I think you covered it all. Yeah, we don't have much today, but yeah. But I mean, honestly, there's a lot to talk about with the She-Hulk, and mm-hmm. and I mean, I'm excited because you you for real actually watched one of the Lord of the Rings movies. I know, and like I stayed awake through the whole thing. No, I did. I was like, I'm getting sleepy, no. and I paused it, and I had a little nap, and then I woke up and finished the rest of it. Right, right. You. So that's not staying awake through the whole thing. That's taking a nap in between. Okay, but the last time I watched it, I took a nap while it played. So I missed right. the whole middle chunk. Right, and then you were like, I watched it. <laughs> that's a count. That's not watching it. <laughs> right, whereas now I watched it. I took a prolonged bathroom break where I just napped, and then I started it again. I mean, that's, that's good. I, I'm... I will accept that as you having watched the whole thing. I won't accept that as you having stayed awake through the whole thing. It's a, Semantics. It's a woman ticks. <laughs> Sorry, I just didn't wanna didn't wanna take all the heat for that. So, um, I, I guess the first thing we could talk about that there's there's some news, mm-hmm. and I don't know how much how much we should like dive into all this stuff, but. Uh, so Lord of the Rings uh, rights were bought by the Embracer Group, the Hugging Group, mm-hmm. which the is a gaming group. company. I know, well, yeah, you were saying like, oh yeah, what's the name of that company? And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember. It's like some, it's like the Hugging Group because because they embrace. You know. I got right. it. No, but I I couldn't remember it either. But that was how I had it associated in my mind. So that then I was. Anyway, so Lord of the Rings rights uh, have been sold, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. I, I think I think what it is, it's Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like Second Age stuff, as far as I understand. Yeah, that's how I understood it too. Um, and they, like, so they've got the rights to the movies, and they can, um, like 
create video games and whatever. As far as I know, TV show rights are excluded. So that, I guess, means they can't make, like, a new TV show based in the same uh, era of, of the universe, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, the book rights are excluded. Yeah. So there's a lot of rules around it. I just thought it was interesting. Okay, so you saw this, mm-hmm. and... I guess my question is, would we have even cared or thought about it at all? Like, mm-hmm. would it even have come up on the news at all if we weren't just around the corner from this Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, the, the, the what's it called, Rings of Power show coming out by Amazon? You know, the billion dollar show that everyone is all excited or hyped or, or just like already hating? Um... I don't know, actually. That's a pretty good point. Because that's what what caught my attention about it, was the fact that the rights were sold. Well, so then, actually, I thought... Because at first I didn't know who they were sold to. I just saw that they had been sold. Um, and I thought maybe it was sold to a streaming company, because you can't stream the movies anywhere. Um, you could rent them on Amazon, right? You can rent them, yeah. But, like, they're not on prime to stream they're not on netflix they're not on hbo like you can't you can't can't pop down to blockbuster and pick them up do do you guys still have blockbuster Uh, no i was that was a joke okay (laughs) do you have do you still have blockbuster no did you ever have blockbuster (laughs) yeah we had blockbuster okay uh um I don't know why I don't believe you. <laughs> oh, man. That's rude. Um, no, but I just thought it was interesting. And then I also thought it was interesting because it's a gaming company. Um, and CG, Capital Games, is releasing a mobile game based off Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I, uh, I actually... Yeah, he actually has video game rights for Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so I thought this was interesting was, that a, that another video game company yeah. bought the rights. Yeah, and Embracer has actually a lot of uh, a lot of different properties. Which I mean, I I didn't even know who they were for a while, so I'm not going to talk like I or like till recently, like yesterday is when I found out about them. So it's not like I'm well acquainted. But the one the, the reason I even knew who they were, and I was like, man, these guys like I, like they have my attention now because it's two articles in a row. Uh, they actually. Uh, recently, and I guess it's not so like way out in the um, out in public eye, like official, but like there's a lot of different dots that you can connect that it looks like pretty pretty sure that the Knights of the Old Republic remake game uh, has been in trouble for a while. Like they were, did a demo and they spent so much time on the demo that the people who watched the demo were like. Um, like how much how much money did you put into just making this demo like it it was it was like oh and and then they got shut down because they're like they weren't making enough progress they were putting too much effort into looking like they had made progress essentially right so the guy kind of got shut down and um now i guess the embracer group has bought the rights to like they bought that project or something oh okay i didn't realize that's how it worked or how it went down or whatever Oh, oh, and I don't, I don't pretend to. Maybe someone listening is like, no, that's not how it went. But I know that right now it's looking like they are the ones who have the Knights of the Old Republic at the very least. So, 
so then I, I heard about the Lord of the Rings rights. Um, and then in, in that same article, they were like, oh, yeah, and EA also has has a bunch, has Lord of the Rings. So they promised they're going to make a bunch of really awesome games after they make a mobile game that no one asked for. Right. Which, about Lord of the Rings. And I, I thought it was funny because I'm, I'm looking forward to potentially playing that game. <laughs> I, I asked for it, damn it. <laughs> Their target audience. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I just thought that was interesting because I didn't know if the rights being sold was going to affect that or, like, how it would work. Um, so that's why mainly why it caught my eye. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So we'll see what they do with it, I guess. Yeah, we will. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to expect. Like, I guess the thing that's interesting about when someone purchases a thing like that Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to think that it costs a lot of money, and I didn't see a price tag attached associated. But yeah, you have to think it's not just like, hey, uh, you know, I'll, I'll buy you dinner or right. something. You know, it's it's something, you know, it's on the line of millions of dollars probably. Oh yeah. Um, another thing that I was reading that they have the rights to with as part of this is, um. If the Tolkien estate decides to sell the rights to another, like, chunk of it, if they were going to sell the rights to, I don't know, I don't know like, the, the Second Age stuff or whatever, um, the Embracer group has the right to match any current offer on it. Ooh, that's kind yeah. of fun. So I was like, oh. I feel like that would be, like, also, like, like a hefty thing to add to your clause or whatever you want to call it yeah maybe i mean yeah it's pretty interesting they you don't you don't spend that kind of money on something that you don't intend like you're i'll I'll just sit on it right right we're good we're good like maybe nothing comes of it but it's not because not for want of trying right on their end so i thought that was interesting though so like Brandon Sanderson, I, this isn't like fresh news or anything, but he's, uh, you know, he, he's written a lot of books that I love. And uh, like, so, so he was shopping around, he had his rights to the Cosmere, which is like the the, the whole, universe. like the universe that he built, like makes a bunch of books in the, and all the stories are in some way, somehow related, you know, like they have, they all have the same kind of foundation. And so uh, you know, even if the characters are totally different, worlds totally different, magic system, blah blah blah. It's anyway. So he he really wants to he really wants them to make a movie of of like Stormlight Archive or something awesome. And uh, so his clause to that, like his contract with them was, uh, you know, like he'll sell them the rights, but then part of it is they have to spend a certain amount of money developing a movie. Oh, and it's like certain millions of dollars, you know, it's like, so if they can't show that they've actually used that money to build the move to make a movie like so maybe nothing comes of it. But at the very least, they're going to be poorer by however many million dollars. Right. Because they have to spend that money on the movie on developing the movie. So it's like you may as well. And his attitude was so interesting because people are like, man, so what if you think it's going to be a terrible movie? Like what, you know, if it looks like it's going to be really cheesy and really awful, mm-hmm. like would you, do you, would you still like you just pull it out? You know, like you have that right, right? And he's like, yeah, I, I, I have, he also has the right, I think, maybe it's a different project and it might be 
me mixing him up, but I think he, he was like, yeah, I have the right to pull the project and say like, no, don't make this movie. But um, at, at, at the end of the day, I'd rather have them make a movie. Like I'd rather risk a bad movie than have it never be made at all. That's interesting because a lot of authors, when they sell their rights for move, like for their book to be turned into a movie, they lose the rights. Like they, they aren't involved. Yeah, I feel like he had he had some level of rights at least. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's well because he's so rich now. I think he's just like more interested in like well, I mean, who wouldn't want it? It'd be pretty awesome to someday have a movie made of something that I had created. You mm-hmm. know, like totally. I'm just even if it was really poorly done, I'd be like, Hi, there's a movie. Like, yeah, how cool is that? It's just like it's impressive that he can. Um have it so that he gets to pull the plug if he wants to like i said that might be for a different project than like this multi-million one right i don't remember but, but in general but yeah, he was talking about a project at all yeah i mean if i feel like if you, you could make all, all sorts of unreasonable demands and someone might pick it up anyways you know yeah i mean like the yeah. only I, I i don't know how heavily involved the tolkien estate was for the lord of the rings movies but i'm assuming very heavily involved um, and then, like, J.K. Rowling was super heavily involved for Harry Potter. And those are the only ones I can think of. Um, every other author I know who's had a, a book turned into a movie and has spoken about it afterwards has spoken about how they had no control over what happened once they sold the rights. Yeah, I mean, I think any creator who's being respectful with the source material anyways is going to heavily involve the author quite a bit. Right. Anyway, at least if they want to stay within the same tone and the same everything. Right. I don't know. I, I would think, I mean, I don't I don't want to watch a movie that about Brandon Sanderson's work mm-hmm. that isn't like something that he's he's also had a huge say in make like he's he's the expert on those things like he, he should have a ton of say in things. So mm-hmm. I think it makes sense to give them a little bit of, I don't know, power involved too it does i'm just thinking of all the movies i've seen that i'm like this is nowhere near the book i know (laughs) or like they've drastically changed things because it you know does the test audience read better or whatever the thing is man it it is so fascinating to me the so like this war or the the rings of power show that's coming out the set like all we have is a bunch of just random trailers like there's, mm-hmm. there's not much there's not much footage so far you know it's very apparent they've spent a lot of money they've done interviews and you know they and like so i'll read one article and it's like oh wow these guys are being so respectful toward tolkien like they you know they know their stuff they're quoting like citing like some really obscure texts you know like like there are literally like letters that tolkien wrote to people about lord of the rings that are like in some compendium that they're citing about his intentions toward middle earth and Mm -hmm. stuff and like like they clearly know their source material and are very respectful like man we really want to make sure we get this right and we talk to the story group or to the not the story group we talk to the the tolkien estate all the time to make sure we get all this stuff so uh, like i'll read one article about that and then the next one will be they don't care about the source material they're just (laughs) trying to you know like put in their own agenda and they're so ridiculous because of this thing and that thing and and 
I can't I can't believe how much controversy is already here and we haven't even seen a single episode. Mm-hmm. People it, like people actively want to hate the show before it even exists. Yeah, which is interesting. Like just just give it a chance. Yeah, like I I, I don't think I, I can expect the level of magic that the like the movie trilogy right. had for me. Like like the Hobbit clear like the Hobbit trilogy mm-hmm. when they made that it is you know they try they they did an okay job on certain aspects and I'd probably think it was more interesting now actually I should go back and rewatch it but like the Hobbit stuff was so disappointing because the original trilogy like the you know it was so trilogy, so well done that it's hard to live up to that kind of thing yeah it, it was overwhelmingly awesome like there was it was so perfect in mm-hmm. ca- encapsulating like the feel of told like the the essence of what the books were it was just so perfect and i don't think it's reasonable to expect that to ever happen again for any medium like they're just like perfect movies almost like there there are aspects that i'm like oh okay like there's little things but i mean they're they're so good i i have a hard time thinking that this this show can't live up to them they can spend a billion dollars that they won't be as good as the movies i don't think i hope it Mm -hmm. is I'm curious now what you'll think when once it's started. I'm, I'm really trying to curb my expectations. Mm-hmm. It's, it's looking it's looking more and more intriguing, and it, it there's there's some certain issues with it that you know I have or that that I'm going to be looking at, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like the time compression stuff. There, there's a there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, we could. We could really run into some issues here if if they weren't really really careful. But the, people don't know. People don't know if they've been just categorically disdainful or not. Right. We, we just we have no idea so far. But I don't know how many websites I've just like blocked from my phone. Like they're like, hey, here's a here's a thing that you should read. I'm like, I. This is so biased and stupid. Like, <laughs> like I can't learn anything other than this person wants to hate this show already, for, and for nebulous reasons. Right. They're not even giving it a chance yet. Maybe it'll suck. Oh man. It, may, it might suck. I, right, I but you have to you have to watch it first before you can come to that conclusion. Right. Well, and the, the funny thing is the only people who can even talk about how it, it's going to suck are like the hardcore fanboys. There's not that many of them. Right. So at the end of the day, I mean, you, you just have to think. I mean, I, I don't think like Game of Thrones, for instance, didn't. I feel like that it, it didn't stray that far from the source material. Like they had to condense some things, leave some things out and change some things or whatever. But um, I, I don't know. I'd. I didn't really follow that show too much, but I feel felt like, you know, they stayed kind of within that. And it, but even if the fanboys, like all the people who loved reading the books, were like, "We hate this," like the people who knew the text intimately and knew everything about it, like, who really cares that much about what they think? Because there's a huge audience of people who haven't read it. Yeah, exactly. Gonna, like they're the ones who actually matter. It's the same as uh, as Wheel of Time, for mm-hmm. that matter. Right, because you you're hooking a new audience, and keeping them interested. Well, well, when we watched Wheel of Time, like our, a lot of our, like we had criticisms stuff as we read the book, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and then people are like, dude, you, you got to lay off. Like I had so many people tell me, like, okay, well, th- thanks for your take, but, 
like I haven't read the books and I think that the show's pretty cool. Right. Because it, it's you're gonna watch it and it's gonna be different. So, at, at the end of the day, it's just funny because the only people criticizing the show are just like epic fanboys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is fair. Who, who we don't care about. No. Maybe no. we do. <laughs> So some of them, there are a couple that are, I feel like there are a few who have presented their cases really fairly. And they're like, yeah. well, is this, is this something I'm going to be looking at and paying attention to? But it's not a thing that I'm just, you know, like they're being respectful of it. You know, like maybe I'll like it. I, I'm nervous, but we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We will. What do you, so... What are you thinking of? Like, are you excited for the show? You're gonna. Yeah, I am really excited for the show. Um, I think it'll be. I think it's going to be very interesting. I am. Okay, so. If you had to explain the concept of the show from what you can have gathered based off what you've read and like the trailer snippets we've seen to somebody who is. Uh, unfamiliar with with the different ages of Lord of the Rings because like I didn't know that there were different ages until you told me um, mm. what would how, like how would you explain it to somebody basically sure okay so like someone who's like familiar with the basic story of Lord of the Rings yeah like the original okay yeah okay so I mean there, there's so much because there's three ages so that you know that we that we know about i guess there's like a little source material into the fourth age but that's that's not much um like three major ages and so like there there's the first age it is where like the world is created and the world is actually flat um oh when it's created and actually in this show i don't know if they'll show it if they'll just leave it out but in this show is when the world becomes round just a random fact but okay that's like a very minor detail uh, but uh, but like like when someone fl- flees across the sea and then burns a bunch of ships the people across the sea can see the light of the burning ships mm-hmm. that far away right? anyway so so you know the the valar are created and they're like the demigods and um then they create the elves and the elves create things called the silmarils and uh, one of the Valar, who's like the evil guy, his name is Melkor, eventually he's called Morgoth. He steals them and flees across the ocean, he essentially. Like, I'm leaving things out, but there's just too much to cover. So the elves right. pursue, and at some point someone creates the humans, and they're, they're over all across the sea as well. And uh, so the elves and the humans are fighting Morgoth, and there's this long protracted thing. This is all in the first age, and Morgoth is essentially like it. This is what the Silmarillion, the book, the Silmarillion, is about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this this big fight, and eventually, the elves and humans are going to lose. Like Morgoth just keeps, you know, he makes dragons, he makes Balrogs, he has he twists elves into being orcs, um, you know, like. And, you know, he gets a bunch of men to betray people, and he's going to win. And then someone goes and tells the Valar, they're like, hey, Melkor is going to win. And they're like, what? WTF? And they go over and fight at the War of Wrath for 40 years. And Melkor, Morgoth, whatever, is thrown in 
prison is thrown in the void and that's that's the end of the first stage so uh at the start of the second age and that that's why i wanted to give a little bit of the background so the valar who went to have this war of wrath with melkor they uh so sauron is actually sauron is a the lieutenant of morgoth okay and morgoth and, morgoth and melkor are the same person yeah sorry i'm kind of using them interchangeably like no at some point, just making sure at some point that he like takes a new name right got it you know yeah sorry so no no you're good so now when we get to the second age uh he's he's gone and all the bad like uh, all, all the bad stuff is just scattered and everything sauron is you know kind of he, he's gone as well he's not dead of course but um and so the the valar the demigods who had uh, you know d had this war they give the men who had helped them they they like alter their bodies so they can live a long time okay. and then they build an an island called numenor so you're gonna when you watch the two towers they they refer to this a lot actually like with with aragorn they talk about numenor mm -hmm. and he's descended from numenorian kings so numenor is an island off of the mainland of of middle earth and um so they they can live to be you know two three four hundred years old whatever and um as you know other humans are just like normal crappy humans like us um, <laughs> peasants and, yeah they, well i mean they kind of are and the, and the valar have the elves teach them a bunch of stuff and they're like superhumans and that their power grows over the generations um but then their bitterness toward the Valar and the elves continue to grow. They become obsessed with death and the idea of that. Why, why are the elves granted immortality? Because the elves can't die of old age. Mm -hmm. They can die of other things, but they're functionally immortal. And so the Numenorians are bitter about that. And, you know, like why, yes, we live a long, lot longer than other men, but why, uh, you know, and then at some point, at some point they, they gave so powerful that they and sauron is by has by then like crafted rings of power and he's gone to war with other with the elves and the men on the mainland and you know and the dwarves and they're fighting and stuff and the numenorians come and stop them and at some point the numenorians way down the line like toward the very end like generation after generation after generation becomes more and more bitter and at the very end like the the last king goes and demands that sauron just uh give up and sauron's like yeah i can't beat your armies so he just like gives himself into their power and then he insinuates them insinuates himself into their councils okay. almost immediately like he becomes a counselor to the last king mm -hmm. and he eventually like so there, there's this landscape of the numenorians don't trust the elves really not much. Uh, there, there's a fat, but there's factions in the Numenorean. So, so in in these, it, like in the previews and stuff, uh, you can see the island of Numenor, mm -hmm. and you know it's a it's a great land. Uh, you know, seafarers. Um, uh, you know, they they have they're very powerful people. Like they're at the very peak of their power, and uh, but at, there's a, there's factions. There's the people who I forget what they're they're called. Like they're the the kingsmen. I think is what they're called. And they're anti-elf, anti-Velar, like they just, they're selfish, they're obsessed with death. And then there are, 
shoot, the loyalists, the true, I forget what they're called, but there's a faction that still loves the elves and wants good things. And so like in Lord of the Rings though, you hear of this legend of Isildur fighting Sauron and like cutting his, you know, in the movies, he chops the finger off of Sauron and the ring falls off and that's mm -hmm. how he dies. Isildur is actually uh, part of those factions on Numenor. So we'll be able to see him. Oh, okay, okay. And he's the one who eventually found Gondor, which is one of the city or one mm -hmm. of the one of the nations in Lord of the Rings. So, anyways, like this, the, there's the elves who are, you know, like Elrond is there. He's gonna found Rivendell. There's Khazad Dun, which is Moria, um, you know, which is in the first movie. Uh, but mm -hmm. you know, it's like the the dwarves are living there, and Elrond goes to visit them, and it's, it's this whole thing. Um, so there's all of that, and then the Numenorians who are slowly becoming disenfranchised with the elves and like don't trust anyone and just don't don't they're bitter like uh oh, you're immortal we don't we're jealous of you so we're not going to talk to you right kind of thing anyways I, I just went on way too long probably but no so so i mean we obviously know this but basically the the whole idea is this rings of power show is going to take place thousands of years before what happens in the lord of the rings movies yes well so so here's here's the tr tricky thing is all right so the final chapter of of the second age is with sauron manipulating the numenorians into doing foolish things okay. and eventually bringing about their ruin um and i, I don't want to give away too much but like he sets up like a shrine to melkor in fact like a a place that people were worshiping Melkor and they're giving human sacrifices and all this horrible stuff. Mm. Um, but way before that, way before that, he actually, that's when he, he creates the rings with Celebrimbor, who's an elf, you know, like a craftsman. And um, like he, create, he creates the rings and the one ring and everything, like way before he brings about the downfall of the Numenorians. And he he's just like stopped by the Numenorians from, from you know, I mean, maybe it's by the door. Now, now I'm forgetting. But, but like, this all happens over the course of three thousand years. That he creates the rings, he ensnares the, you know, the the these, uh, you know, a bunch of men. You know, he's, uh, you know, going having all these battles with the elves and the humans and the dwarves and stuff. He fights the Numenorians, and it's all over the course of three thousand years, and they're gonna just smash it all in to one. <laughs> oh show. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is where you're saying you're you're looking out for that time condensed issue, right? Like there's so much going on. Like the Numenorians, it's a really important thing, but not not as important as other things that happened thousands of years prior to that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it is more important, but it, it's gonna, you know. I, I'm interested to see how they do it. Like, I can understand why they don't want to have to, you know, so people are like suggesting, okay, it's going to be five seasons. Why not just have every season be, you know, like 600 years after you just have a whole new cast of humans each time. Right. And mm. I can understand. I don't know. Like, it, it sounds kind of fun, but I don't know if that's it, it's, necessary. It's one of those things where. <clears throat> To people who know the story and understand why, like, 
that's happening, it makes sense. But if mm-hmm. it doesn't test well with audiences going into it who don't have that knowledge right. because you get attached to characters, right? It's the same thing. Like, I remember um, when the Hobbit movies were coming out, everyone was... I don't want to say everyone, but I remember hearing people make a big deal about the fact that Legolas was in them. Oh, yep. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't in, like, he wasn't alive, I guess, when, when The Hobbit. Oh, he was alive. Or he, he wasn't just, in it. It wasn't in the book, though, yeah. He was, so it was this whole thing that he was yeah. there, and it's it's a, it's a mm-hmm. fan service that's being done, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're putting a familiar character in to entice you to watch it, and it's just, it would be the same idea, whereas if you're turning over your cast... Because it makes sense, realistically, that the humans wouldn't be alive 600 years later. You would have a different group of humans. Mm-hmm. You've now got fans watching the show who are attached to those characters, and it's this whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be real interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, I'm still really excited for it. Like, I have very minimal knowledge, and what I've seen from it, like, mm-hmm. just from the trailers and everything... It looks like it's going to be very good. Yeah. I say uh, so, that, though. Like, I'm, I'm going into it with only having watched the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. So, one thing to look out for here is Sauron, at some point, he disguises himself. In, like, he becomes beautiful, kind of. It's almost parallel to, like, Satan, you know, how he's okay, yeah. you know, be- beautiful, but, you know, mm-hmm. but a deceiver. He he calls himself Anatar, which is, like, it means, like, giver of gifts. Mm-hmm. And so he get like, he he's, he's able to trick everyone, at least all the humans, into thinking he's, like, this really awesome guy. And the elves, for the most part, but, the, but eventually they see that he's full of crap. But, like, he deceives everyone, and that's how he's able to get all those rings out to everyone. Hmm, okay. He gets, he gets the rings, he's Anatar, he's giving the gifts, and they, the elves at the last minute kind of realize, oh, crap, he's going to try to enslave us and snare us with these rings. And so the elves actually do something hmm. to make it so that the elvish rings aren't beholden to the one, the ring of, you know, the one the, true the, ring. The one ring of power. The ring that binds them all mm-hmm. in the darkness binds them. Hmm. I'm interested. I'm. I. I don't know. I think it's gonna be. I think I'm going to enjoy it a lot. Yeah. So. I think it's. It'll be good. So. Anyways. Uh. I'm. I'm really excited to see what they do. Mm-hmm. Um. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of stuff. I just. Yeah. I hope. I hope it's good. So the other thing. The other thing that. Like, one of the biggest complaints that people have, I guess I'll, that's my closing remark, mm-hmm. and I, I don't feel one way or another about this, is, uh, so there's there's almost zero mention of the Hobbits. Right. In Until you get to the Hobbit time timeline. Like, there, there's, like, a mention of, you know, at some point they're seated the Shire, like, they're given the Shire to live in and stuff. But that, that's, like, almost a footnote. And... Like, the text goes out of its way to say that the hobbits don't do anything heroic or impressive at all mm-hmm. until, like, the Lord of the Rings time period. So right. the Third Age. And yet there's going to be hobbits. They're called Harfoots here, but that's a that's one of, like, the three, like, types of hobbit, kind of. Right. Um, and uh, the Harfoots are in it, 
even though there's no mention of them in the text anywhere. And if they do mm. anything heroic or important at all, it's going to go against what the, the, you know, mm. okay. the text has. So that, I mean, I think that that's, that's like one of the biggest M- ammo things. People are like, well, why are the Harfoots there? Like they're, they're not in the story. Right. And the, and they, I mean, at the end of the day, I think they just did it to get buy-in for people. They're like, oh, hey, there's Hobbit. I mean... It, it's a like, similar thing of putting Legolas in the Hobbit. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, why... How many how many views did Mandalorian get because of Grogu? Right. You know, because he's a sympathetic character. Everyone's like, oh, that's awesome. He's a baby Yoda. Like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Like, hey, they're, they're Hobbits. Oh, Hobbits. Yeah, that's going to be interesting then, because if are they there solely as a fan service to entice viewers, or like are they going to walk that that line or cross that line? Mm. I'm interested now. Well, I mean, I was before, but that's going to be interesting to watch for. Yeah, the the I, I don't know. I kind of like hearing about all these controversies, so then I can kind of it's kind of like an inside joke a little bit of, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, okay. How how are they gonna how are they gonna do this? Like when we watch Kenobi, there there's a lot of things that it's like, man, they're gonna have to come up with some good explanations for all this stuff. And at the end of the at the end of it, I don't know. I don't I didn't I actually intentionally didn't read other people's reviews and stuff because I, I was just I didn't want to just be annoyed forever. But <laughs> I, I was I was very satisfied with all the different things. Like they kind of just set it all back in place and it's like, oh, I'm ready for episode four now. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I hope I want to see how the, how they approach that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Hmm. Oh yeah. So, Rings of Power seems good. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we talk She Hulk? Yeah, let's talk about She Hulk. We both watched it. We did. Uh, so there's two Hulks now. She's a she's a Hulk. I think is what she describes herself as, right? Yeah, she says she's a Hulk. Yeah. So what what do you think? <laughs> I liked it a lot more than I... I mean, I thought that I would like it, Mm -hmm. but I really liked it. I thought this was probably one of the best pilot episodes of a series, of a Marvel series, but not even of a Marvel series, of, like, an origin series of sorts for a character. Okay, why why did you like it so much? It was so good. I thought... Well, first of all, I'm still heavily biased. I really like Tatiana Masley as a actress. Um, okay. But I thought the decision to break the fourth wall was really cool, where she's talking to the audience and the camera and looking directly into the camera. I loved that. Um, I really like that. They made it so that... Sh- and I think this is probably why I think it's one of the stronger origin series. It was really great to make it so that she's Bruce Banner's cousin. And to have him there um, kind of like... I don't want to say giving her a leg up. But it really, I think, helped propel her story more. Especially when you could see the contrast between them as characters. And just how they are um, as, like, their personalities are very different. Similar, but different. Um, Mm -hmm. And their Hulk personalities are 
very different as well. Um, and so it was really cool to see the contrast there side by side. I thought that was a really good idea to, to have him in it. So yeah, I thought he was, I thought it was, he was good. Mm-hmm. It just had a lot of, um, like it felt like that really added to it. And then it had a lot of really good humor. They had really good banter back and forth, like just on screen. I thought their chemistry was really great between them. Um, it just flowed really well. And I also really like that. Sorry. Um, I really like that he was like, yeah, you're a superhero now. And she's like, I don't want to be a, like, I want my regular life back. I don't want this. And it was just really refreshing because so far you see everyone wants to be a superhero or they find out that they have these powers and they're just like, okay, I guess I am a superhero and they go with it. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was really refreshing that she was just like, no, like just teach me how to control it. And once I can control it, I'm good. I'm going to go back and do my lawyer thing. Okay. So that's what I thought. What did you think? I didn't like her. You didn't like her? She was annoying. She was ungrateful. She was so self-centered and full of herself. I was I was annoyed almost the whole time. I was not rooting for her. Oh my goodness. I just think that like she can't even say sorry about something she was just totally awful about. Mhm. Like she she's like sorry but not actually sorry cuz it was true. Like just you know i she's like no i gotta go i don't i don't want i don't want to do with your thing what your your life is sad this sucks i hate it i can do everything better than you i'm better than you i'm leaving goodbye hmm. and, you know she, she she's like oh and by the way like you, you've never had to deal with what i have to deal with because uh, you know i'm a woman clearly you men can't can't understand a single thing that women have to go through and, and i mean i i agree to some degree but at, at the same time, it's very like, well, I have to deal with anger all the time. I, I'm superior to you and that as well. And the whole thing was just like, I could do it better than you. And I'm fine with her being competitive. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And yet the level of like disdain she has for him is, is so remarkable. And I also just like her lack of empathy and compassion for him. He is very clearly like excited. Like he wants you he's lonely he wants she even points it out how lonely he is mm-hmm. and, and he's he's like excited to finally have someone who could maybe understand a little of what he's going through mm-hmm. and she's just like you're sad and pathetic goodbye hmm. and, and and all men are either the hulk and pathetic and sad like him or they're rapists or they're incompetent doofuses who you'd rather listen to a paralegal over than the, a trained lawyer. Mm, no, I think that's an exaggeration. I think what she's getting at is... Oh, that's how, the, that's how it was portrayed. Uh, every physical character we saw is what I'm saying. Oh, every physical character we saw. Right. Okay. Like, every, every male we saw was either, like, an awful, incompetent lawyer, or Bruce Banner, or... A rapist. Well, we or, didn't you know, see a, a proto, proto-rapist. Like we didn't see very many, right? To be fair, because a lot of it was with her and Bruce. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I took her, her like statements about anger as mm-hmm. like that is just a social commentary, because like you you do have to keep your emotions in check because otherwise you are seen sure. as emotional. Um, and I remember, and, and I, I get that. And like I've, I've heard stories about um, women in workplaces who have been called emotional or uh, they're overreacting or anything like that where they're in meetings. Um, and I actually really enjoyed this story about a woman who started doing it to one of her male colleagues. Uh, anytime he would react the same way as her and she'd be like, oh, well, why are you being so emotional today? Like, I can't, I can't have this conversation with you when you're overreacting. And she's just started turning it around. Um, and it's the same, like, it's, it's that kind of a thing where you have to be even keeled. Um, so that's how I took it. What she was saying is like, she has to have this even keel. And I thought it was funny that she was saying it. And while she was saying it, she was starting to hulk out because it's a very typical thing where you are trying to control that so that you are even keeled and you don't come across as emotional and it makes you angry. Like it's, it's such a spot on social commentary. Um, which is why, like, I can see what you're saying about her coming across as ungrateful or arrogant or whatever. I took their, their interaction and their relationship. Like I was watching it. I was like, that's how, like, I look at that. I'm like, that's how I was with my cousins when I was younger. Like this whole butting heads and sure. thinking you were better than others and all that. Like that was a very, I thought that was a very spot on portrayal. And I think honestly, like, I don't know. I think maybe it's good that you see her that way because you can't have a character start in my opinion um, at like the top shelf tier. Like there's no development. There's no character development for them to have to go through oh and that that's what my hope is is that she's going to i i just i felt she was like incredibly ungrateful to him mm-hmm. for like he's like all right like let, let's figure this out let's you know he he wants to take time to mentor her and teach her and even if she does need to go back to her life and i don't think it was unreasonable for her want to want to go back to be you know i i thought it was cool too that she was like no i don't want to be a superhero but that she was a super be about it she's like because i don't want to be like you look at how pathetic you are you know like she she said and then she didn't even say sorry she's like sorry not sorry mm-hmm. like you know like i said what i said and i know i'm not sorry and it was very hurtful uh, you know to him like he was he was like genuinely hurt but i i just i felt she was very self-centered mm-hmm. and it was it was frustrating to see to see and then and then what like I guess we'll see the fallout from from like the last, you know, like the some random supervillain comes in and she just like hulks out and punches her a couple times and sweet, I'm ready to do my to give my final speech. Right. You know, like it, it was it seemed like there was no consequences. It's, it was just like she's good at everything. She's wonderful at everything. She's, you know, she's highly competent. That's fine. She's confident. She's, you know. There's a lot to like about her, a lot of good, and yet, 
I, did, I didn't like how she treated Bruce. I, I felt like she just wasn't nice, that's all. That's fair. But, I mean, I think we will see consequences. Uh, yeah, I'm but sure. Just, I mean, Just based off what Bruce was saying to her. Like, he seemed to be really foreshadowing things. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and that's, I hope that she eventually is like, oh, there's actually value to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But she's so dismissive. Like like this episode, not not to do like a whole recap recap of it, but what you're saying. Recap. Recap. Um, <laughs> but not to like get get into it, but at the end, like exactly what you say, you see her Hulk out and punch this villain a couple of times and then she switches back and it's like, Okay, like I'm gonna do my closing argument now and her clothes is all ripped and like she's all disheveled and all of this. And then it ends. So we don't get to see Right. Anything like, I would assume, like, you could theoretically have that play out where she thinks she did a great thing, and then the jury's now terrified of her. Mm-hmm. Like, and we don't get to see that. So I'm curious if, like, over the um, over the series, if we'll see what Bruce was saying, like, people will start looking at you as a monster. Yeah. I, I hope so. I hope, I hope she, because here's here's the thing. Like, she's like fifteen years. You spent fifteen years doing this. Like you're like, I I don't know. She she just had so much disdain for him, and he's like, I, I, this is the only way I've been able to cope. Like I've worked so hard on this. This has mm-hmm. been such a difficult thing for me, and she's like, well, I do it better. I don't know. I'm I'm better. Like. I, I want her to see that she doesn't do it better. Mm-hmm. She just thinks she does it better. And and then she and then she can maybe surpass him and I want her to grow into actually being better. She's not she cuz she's I don't want someone like you said. I don't want to have like hey, she's perfect already. Right. Let's like watch five, let's watch six episodes of a perfect person. Like I want to see someone who is not perfect progress toward you know in that direction. Right. And I think, like, part of it is uh, why it's probably really good that we had Bruce Banner there to, to highlight those differences. He He's talking about how long it took him to, to figure this out and, like, learn to cope and learn to live with it mm-hmm. and all of this. And the key difference that you know, that you learn right away is she doesn't have a second, a second personality inside of her sure. trying to mm-hmm. take control, right? So... She's in control the entire time. Um, so it is different for her. Like, oh, yeah. Whether it's, whether it's better or not. Like, it is a totally different experience. Yeah. Um, I think she's probably just the type of impatient person. Where she's like, okay, well, I've, I've gotten it done. So I don't, we don't need this anymore. This is pointless. Yeah. Uh, well, and... Yeah, so she's being dismissive. Right. You know, that's all. Like, I, I feel like she took the, the no double personality thing as as proof that she doesn't need to do, you know. Right. She's, she's just automatically better. I, I'll be interested, interested to see how they take it. I'm, I'm not going to quit on the series or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think she, she graded on me a little bit. Uh, and, like, we'll see. Maybe she'll... I mean, I want to like it. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope it gets better. I hope that she is more interesting to me. Oh yeah, I I think I think she will be. 
I'm curious to see what they do. I also, um, I, I don't think we're going to see Bruce in it much more, if at all. No? No, I just have this, like, maybe maybe another episode, one episode. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. I think it would steal from, so if, if she does have a good arc of, like, learning and growth and mm-hmm. discovery. Well, because it was just funny. She's like, oh, here, you're not going to be able to focus on anything until I tell you about the Hulk thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, is she going to tell the whole story from, like, okay, this is the end point here? But, right. But but she's, like, so early on in the story. She's like, oh, let me tell you about the distant past. And Okay, and now you have the whole story. And it's like, well, this, it's this not. show was probably six episodes. So. Right. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, and I actually, I, I do, I will say, I kind of like the breaking the fourth wall. That was, that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, not not too many shows can pull that off, but that was, it was fine. Um, yeah, I just thought, I, I would I would hope that, yeah, I, I don't want Bruce Banner to come in and save her from being, no. I want her to grow on her own. It's a, she needs to grow. He can't do it for her. Right, right, which is, which is what I'm thinking. Like, it's gonna, it's gonna take away from her storyline. I also just think it's going to distract from her as a character in general. I thought it was great to have him there for the first episode. I think it's um, very smart. It, it felt like it was easier to kind of like fall in with this with this new character, sort of, because you have a familiar face there. It's a fa- yeah. it's a fan service thing. <laughs> what we were just talking about, but service. but yeah. it makes it. It makes it really smooth. It's a smooth transition mm-hmm. going from from him to her, um, and you know it's it's probably gonna be a little bit bumpy while she's figuring everything out and going through the ringer. Because I'm assuming she's not gonna have it's not gonna be smooth sailing for her. But I agree. Yeah. I don't think he should come in and save her. Right. Well, you know. Yeah, I, and I do. I do want to just make sure that I I say um, I understand. Well, I I can't fully understand. I I do want to make sure that it's understood. Like I don't I don't mean to say like that women have the exact same workplace interactions as men or whatever. Like I I get that there could be prop. I just I felt like she she overplayed that just a little bit. I guess just, of just mm. like well. The, the first thing a man ever said to me at my job is, you are surprisingly good at your job. Mm. So I don't well, think that's... she overplayed it at all, to be honest with you. Mm. I don't know. I, I guess I just felt like that was... Uh, she... Mm, I don't know. I, I felt I felt very lumped in with it. Like, I don't right. know. Like, she, she, she doesn't... She didn't differentiate, I guess. Maybe, maybe she did. I don't know. I, I felt very like included. Like, hey, hey, you know, Adam, you're you're also like right. a terrible person. Like, you you treat all females poorly in the workplace. And I'm like, I don't. I, I don't think so. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I do pretty well. Maybe I don't, but you know. Right. Which which like I can get why that would be. It would. It, it feels it, like an attack. It made me feel defensive of mm-hmm. just like, well, hey, now, like, not not everyone, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? Maybe that's just me. 
maybe that maybe I shouldn't have been defensive. Maybe if I had been truly, uh, tr you know, truly good coworker to all females, I wouldn't have that immediate reaction. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to think. Well, I'll, have to think. <laughs> I'll have to investigate that further. <laughs> it's it's. I don't know. I I felt like it was the right amount of poking at these issues. Well, I, I think I do think that there's value to to having her discuss that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Like I, I do think that there's like we shouldn't just hide it. Right. Um, I also think that there's a certain level of overstatement that can happen in certain things like this. And, uh, you know, I guess I, I'm not all aboard the, the hate train for, you know, like, okay, like, yes, a lot of co male coworkers can be awful. Um, you know, I, not all of them, you know, the, the ones, the ones that aren't awful shouldn't just be lumped in though with the ones that are. Right. Which I can understand. Yeah. I could just see why she said it, was, is my point. Okay, that's fair. So, um, yeah, She-Hulk, we probably won't be talking about this, like, is as in-depth uh, moving forward. Maybe next week, I don't, I don't know, because uh, we'll have She-Hulk, but then we, we still won't have any new shows. Yeah, because um, when it gets busy. Andor got pushed back. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. So it's probably going to be She-Hulk by itself for another two weeks. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, um, well, not even because. Ring, Rings of Power should be out. Comes out on the second. Yeah. So that's. Uh, Which yeah, is. I don't know but that means. should be. I think that'll be similar to how Wheel of Time was where it will release at GMT time. So I think we would be able to watch it watch Thursday it night. Hmm. That would be fun. I hope so. Right? Like how Wheel of Time released? Yeah. Because um, it's, cause it's oh, on yeah, Prime. It's on Prime. Yeah, you're right. So I'm assuming it would be the same same release schedule. Or release time, I should say. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah, we can... One way or another, we'll talk about we'll talk about She-Hulk uh, till we turn green, and <laughs> which uh, might be faster for some of us than others. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see where they take it. Yeah, um, I, I really am. I re I really hope I I start feeling less annoyed by her, but um, but yeah, she's not. I, I kept thinking that she looked like the actress that uh from arrested development maybe I, I don't think it's the same person though uh i i no it's not for some reason i just kept thinking she was um from arrested development no yeah no okay. i'm pretty sure she wasn't in that like uh, I, I think you're right confident she wasn't I, well I, I even looked it up and i didn't see it so i think that i was just just mistaken uh, but you said she was in orphan black mm -hmm. right mm-hmm which I still think you should watch. <laughs> I, will, I probably will at some point. Mm -hmm. I think you would enjoy it. I also think you would enjoy seeing her play different characters. She, 
I didn't have a problem with her acting. Right, all. right, right. It's it's the character. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, like you said, hopefully growth. So, um, anything else today, Sarah? Anything exciting? Uh, anything extra? Have you been reading Stormlight Archive at all? Yeah, actually, I was reading it today. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're getting through it. I'm on. I think I just started chapter seventeen Two. today. Oh, okay. <laughs> rude. Uh, so rude. Uh, what do you think so far? I'm actually enjoying it. It is. It feels slower than Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. Um, which I've had a few people who have read it tell me that the first Stormlight book is slower to start. So I'm just kind of trotting along. Um, yeah, it's, it it builds a bit. and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the final the final portion is like the best payoff. That's what everyone keeps telling ever. me. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I will. But the, my my problem is when when things are slow, I have to be very focused on them because if it's slow, it's really easy for my mind to wander, especially because it's an audiobook. Um, it's really easy for my mind to just dip out, and I get frustrated when that happens because then I come back in and I'm like, oh, like what, what happened? So I have to really focus, um, which is fine. Um, so I think I have, I was looking at it earlier. I think there's like, thir- it's so long. There's like 34 hours to go still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, are you, are you in, are you in part two yet? Yeah, I'm in part two. Um, so you have like Dalinar and. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. in part two. Um, the they did like a flashback to like seven and a half years ago, or I think it was seven and a half years ago, something like mm-hmm. that. So it is, I'm, I'm really enjoying Kaladin as a character. Um, so that, that's, what's kind of like keeping me, me going. I'm really liking it. So yeah, we're, we're back on. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, it's my, it's one of my very favorite books in the world. Mm-hmm. I've, so you would you would better like it. I was gonna you know? say I really hope that there actually no is pressure. a payoff then, and I'm not just getting to the end of it like this whole thing. <laughs> That's a scam. I'm like, nope, just slow the whole way. <laughs> uh, no, I think it'll be. I think it'll be good. Awesome. Cool. So, yeah. What are What are you reading? I just finished book three of the Crito or of the Rogues of Rogue Squadron. So it's like the it's the legends, like Star Wars legends. So it's not canon anymore. It's been decanonized. Mm-hmm. But book three of Rogue Squadron, like they finally have the long form version of the books instead of like, so so this book I think was I forget like somewhere like sixteen hours, four, fourteen hours, something like that, um, unabridged. The abridged version is like two hours. Oh, that is a big difference. It is just. That's like the other a, one. That's a whole book. <laughs> the other one's like a highlight reel. Yeah, what it is. That's like yeah. when um, you know when you're shopping on for books like on Amazon and it's like read the first chapter. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that's what. So <laughs> those have those have existed forever, and so every time I check, I'm like, because uh, I'm like, how did these not exist in audio? How can they not exist? And so they finally there. And the fourth book, the fourth and final. Rogue Squadron book will be out in November, I think. I can already pre-order it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I just finished that today. 
And I think I'm going to jump into, I'm either going to do a Lord of the Rings source book, like like Unfinished Tales or something, because there's a few good Numenor stories I've heard um, in there or something. Or I will start on the Thrawn trilogy, the original Thrawn trilogy, which mm. is a Star Wars one as well. Mm-hmm. And that all that's also been decanonized, but it has a special place in my heart. Star Wars decanonized too? The original, so so the one that you read, I'm sure, is the one that's not decanonized. Oh, okay. Like the, that's the new one. No, that this is this is all written in like the 90s, I think. Okay, yeah, I read the new one, right? Yeah, like I, I remember this, the book that I will start. If this is the one that I do start, I read it in, like, I read it in third grade, and then I lent it to a girl who was like a know-it-all, like oh, uh, no. I read all the time, and she's like. I'll try it. I'll read your book. And I gave it to her mm-hmm. and, you know, I lent it to her and she, she brought it back to me a few weeks later. I was like, Oh, did you, did you read it? And mm-hmm. she's like, yes. I'm like, how, how did you like it? And, you know, mm-hmm. and she didn't know a single thing. Like either she just didn't comprehend it. She mm-hmm. wasn't smart enough. Like she thought she was, or she, I don't know. It was just really funny. I was like, you think you're cool, but you're not, you can't even read an adult <sighs> book. I thought this was gonna end like <laughs> go somewhere else where she had like destroyed the book and handed it back to you. No, no, uh, she, it, it was in good condition. I, I've I've lent books out before and then had them come back to me, and I'm like, I I remember one came back, and it mm-hmm. first of all it was a hardcover, and it came back as a paperback, and just absolutely like smokes like smoke stains and waterlogged and i was like this is just just disgusting and ever since then i do not lend my books out oh so. yeah i know that happened once. <laughs> i had my i had my like the dust cover on a book like i lent it to someone and it came back like ripped in half <gasps> and they had just taped it they're like sorry about that i'm like i'm like you need to buy me a new book now they're all they're like it's like 27 dollars. i looked it up i'm like yeah. And if you want to just give me $27, I'll go buy it myself. Uh, and they never, they never did, and I still don't like that person. Yeah, see, this is why. You just can't lend books out. No, and I, now I'm pretty selective about lending my books out. No, my books are for me. Go yeah. get your own books. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you which books are good. Go buy it yourself, though. <laughs> I guess if you're, like, related uh, to me, I, I, could, I could lend it to you. Oh, I've even had relatives, like, just... Like, I will not. I'm like, no, never again. All my relatives are very... Res- the ones I would lend it to are very respectful. Mm-hmm. Books. I, I have and they, had... And they would buy me a replacement if they ruined it. Yeah, I have had one who did ruin a book, and she bought me the replacement for it. So I was like, Solid. okay, cool. It's been replaced, but... Yeah. Oh, I kind of like this. Uh, maybe we should make this a segment. <laughs> What, like what are you what, reading? What are we reading? Yeah, oh. that's how we can keep the books in. I kind of like that. So, I'm still reading Stormlight. Good, and I'm still going through a book a week at least, probably. This yeah. Year. yeah. I need to make a list. It occurred to me, like I, I, I was so me and my dad like traded books. He's supposed to read a book uh, that I, I assigned to. You know, I was like, okay, read, go read this book. And he gave me one. And I read it. And he still hasn't read his. That's fine. 
but I've read like 10 books since then. And he still hasn't read. He hasn't oh, even started it. And I'm just like, when are you ever going to read the book that, but it's, it's like most people don't read a book a week. So that's true. Maybe just get over yourself, Adam. That's true. I saw, uh, on, okay. This will, this was my last bit about books, but I saw online this, um, like parent had posts about how they were bribing their kid to read and um, like to get them starting reading from like a young age. And she was like, yeah, we pay him a dollar for every book, every chapter book that he reads. And they're like, you know, like those small introductory chapter books when you're a kid, they're not, he's not reading like novels. And she's like, he has made $120 this year and he thinks he's ripping me off. Uh, <laughs> I was like, fun. I was like, that's a good little little hack. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'd have for I mean a dollar a book. That's not much, but I mean, I remember going on vacations, and I I always had, I always had two backup books. Like I was terrified of running out of books mm-hmm. to read. Like when I when I'd go somewhere, I'd always have my main book that I was on. And then the next two that were planned. Yeah, yeah. I used to take tons of books with me on vacation as kids, as a kid. Back when you were multiple kids. When I was multiple kids, me and my multiple personalities. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That sounds uh, good. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I guess that's it. All right. Um, yeah, don't. I hope you don't find water and shade because that's not our sign-off anymore. No, we'll, we'll come up with a new one. Yeah, I think that's it. I want to know what everyone else is reading, though. They can tell us in Discord. Yeah, go join our Discord, guys. Yeah. In the show notes or whatever medium you're in. The video thing. Oh, we need to we need to rename that, too, don't we? Yeah, we got to do a lot. Let's call it, let's call it the dagger for, a dagger for Sightliner here. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a whole revamp we got to do on that Discord server. But we still have a general chat. We could, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. That's it. Um, That's all. Till next week. Yeah. Go read a book or watch an awesome show. <laughs>